0: Yo, welcome back to another episode. And today is a little different. So I like words. I didn't like words when I was younger. But now I know the power of words. So hence why I'm in this. it a profession if it's just starting, whatever. In this field, right? So I want to talk about. My hiring experience, um, like right before I got hired at this job that I'm at now. I went through a lot of no's to get to this really good yes, which I am thankful for. So i just going to put that out there. Shout out to my teammates that I work with. You know who you are. I won't say where I work, but there you go. So before I got to the job that I'm at. I went on several, I went on several, you know, interviews. And one in particular was at a bank. And, you know, on paper, I knew that I fit this job to a T. Now the only downside to it was, it was a 30 minute drive Minimum. I don't know what part of the city was in, but it was at least 30 minutes or more away from where I was. And it was basically like an IT help desk position. But their main thing was they wanted somebody that had executive experience. Now to me, having specific executive experience was basically the same as supporting any person because in my book, and this is how I perceive things, everyone is the same. So I don't care if you're the janitor or the CEO, you get the same level of treatment from me. And from me, that's a high quality treatment. I just thought that was standard for everybody else. But, you know, in this interviewer's mind, it is not. So as I'm doing the interview, he's like, yeah, 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 you know, you got good experience, but do you have, like, CEO experience? And my response was, well, I mean, I treat everyone the same. So in a way, I do have... CEO experience like in the past I've worked with CEOs CFOs you know all these high tier people but to me it made no difference because there's still it's still the same basics for what they do for what I do to help them it, it wasn't like I do anything special you have an issue I fix the issue that's what my job is that's what IT is you have a computer issue I fix that computer issue I instruct you on how to fix that computer issue if it's something that you would need to do. I instruct you on steps to fix this computer issue. That is what I do. This guy did not like my generic, plain, everyone gets the same treatment answer. Like He kept asking that question over and over again. And I was like, I don't know. It was kind of odd to hear him keep saying it. So later on, as he kept talking about it, and it clicked in my brain, and I was like, oh, you're looking for a brown noser. Yeah, that's not me. That's not me at all. Like, that's not me at all. The sad part about this whole thing is you're going to get exactly what you're looking for. He's looking for a brown noser. That's exactly what he's going to get. To me, and this is just my perception of somebody in a high tier position, most of the time they want to respect you. So I feel like if you're doing all these extra things to like make them happy, They're never going to really respect you. You're going to be the person that's the pushover. You're going to be the person that, oh, I'm going to get anything I want if I talk to this person. Yes, they're in a high position. But there comes a, a balance where you can't just go jump 20 feet high when they really just are asking to be treated the same. Really, that's that's nine times out of 10 what they want. They just want to be treated the same and they just want really good service. Sometimes they might want a little quicker, which is understandable. But to like, I've known people that have suggested, oh, you just need to get a new such and such because your device is quote unquote old when it's really not. Like I've seen people do that. So the funniest part about this whole thing is my current director now, we had a conversation and I told him about my woes before I got to my yay. And I was telling him about my, that interview and he was like, well, that's odd because, you know, I've been in your position and I've always treated everyone the same. And that's what I look for. I don't want someone that's gonna go do extra just for this one person versus everyone else. That's not how we do business here. That's not how we do service here. I was like, Oh, interesting. So because it, this is a lot of lessons learned in this, this little moment, just because one person says no to how you handle things does not mean it is wrong, how you handle it. Sometimes their perception On how they view things is a little skewed based on their experience. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just not saying it may not be all the way right. (laughs) It may not be all the way like the best series of resources put together like based on their experience this is how they've done x y and z and it's worked for them thus far it may not be the best way to handle people in the long run so while they're looking for this brown noser I'm pretty sure they're gonna end up spending 10 times the amount of money than they would have if that person in high position had just respected them and their decisions anyway so what's gonna happen in that group is They're going to want something unreasonable and they're going to want it to work with everything else that they have in their environment. And they're going to be mad because it doesn't work. But because you said, Oh, we should just get it for them because they asked for it. That doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing to get them for their particular job task. You have to have a voice to interject and say, Hey, I respect your position, but, Based on what you want This might be better Versus what you are looking for That group that I Had the interview with That's what they're gonna face Later on down the line The people that they service are not gonna have Much respect or listen to them When it comes down to it So it brings me to Like this whole pers- perspective. To get my words right, because there's they're so close in like how they sound. But perspection is the way you see something. So I see something, I saw how I support people as a generic flat baseline, and then we go up from there. Everyone gets good quality service, doesn't matter who you are, but for the 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 bank that I interviewed with. That's not how they operate. Now, one is not more than the other, but one might be a little bit kind of off base. And that's just my personal opinion. But I feel like, and I'm just a, I'm just always a, a justice type person. Everyone gets fair treatment, period. Don't care who you are. And I feel like that's how any type of service place should be. If you put in a request, this is how my job operates. We have a ticketing system. You put in your request. Based on who was there first is how you get service. Like and most of the time our team is super fast. So it's like there's really no wait. But in that banking world, if you see an email or you see a ticket from a particular person, you get it done immediately immediately Most of the time they just want their stuff done in a timely manner not tomorrow not within the next 10 minutes I mean they would they won't say no if it's done in the next 10 minutes but it's not like they have that expectation going into it So but I'm also saying I'm not telling you to slack off when you do see You know work from a particular high tier person I'm just saying treat them like you would treat everybody else But that's just my perspection On it So a lot of times when we Experience life You know things don't go as we planned And You feel as though There's a setback Like, you really feel like there's a setback. Like, you sometimes you want to quit. So I remember, um, you know, when I was going through that interview process and I had a um, staffing agent, right? You know, he asked me, he's like, okay, Mel, so, so do you think the interview went well? You know, he was trying to gauge on how I felt about it. I was like, I mean, I think it went pretty well, like, I answered every question to the best of my knowledge. I didn't realize that that the person that was interviewing me, he had like a skewed perception on what he wanted in terms of support, which is fine. You could free country, do whatever you want to do. Um, I just think because you are looking for a brown noser, you you really shrink your pool down of good quality workers that come into play. So the most ironic thing of this, well, I'll get into that a little later, but you know, while the, the staffing agent is trying to gauge me and he was like, well, you didn't, you didn't get the, uh, you didn't pass the phone interview. And the staffing agent is like trying to talk to me as if something's wrong with me. And I'm like, I did nothing like out of the ordinary. I answered everything, you know, and I'm, I'm on my resume. I'm pretty solid. So um, if you had a weak mind in that moment, that would kind of be your cue to stop, to put some more stuff in your resume, to like get your, your interview sales skills up. Like it was like every ingredient for you to stop, to, to not proceed anymore with looking for a new job. Um, but the, the biggest, like push for me to keep going was my work environment at the time was a very toxic place. And I had to go like the, the, the best thing to do was to go. So the most ironic thing of this whole story is at my current job, I work with, we call it the white glove crew and is basically the VPs of different departments. um, The CEO of the company Like basically people in that high tier position now, which I think is completely ironic that I am the one that usually brings on like new technology to them. I went from not being hired because I quote unquote didn't have enough experience or I wasn't a brown noser for that banking environment. But at my current job, they see my skill to communicate clearly something that's not easy, easy to communicate to people that don't understand technology very well. They see my skill to be personable to people as an advantage. So because somebody says no to you does not mean it is the right no. Does that make sense? Like, Sometimes a no is because someone else is limited in mindset. They're just in a position of power, so that means that it's just not going to yoke. It, that is not going to mesh. So it's best that it did not work. Um, the same thing happened when I I applied for a position at a three D printing place. Like the the place itself was really cool and. I really wanted this job. Like this job was like in city where I live. Um, They did really cool like things, cool technology to work with, like all these different perks. And they told me that I wasn't, they said I wasn't senior enough for the position. It was another no, another hard no. Oh, I cried about this one. This one, this one hit me in my core. Um, Mind you, this was a job before the bank interview job. So I had been beat up pretty much during this whole find a new job process. It is not a fun process and I commend anybody who is going through it currently. It is not fun to look for a new job and to, to basically get your confidence hit. Cause you know, you know how well of an employee you can be if they just give you an opportunity. But the point is, you got to sell yourself. And yeah, so he told me that I was not senior enough, which is like weird phrasing in itself, but whatever. So the funny part about that is not really funny, but another ironic moment. Being that COVID hit, they got hit really hard. So they actually had to lay people off. So it was also a blessing that I did not get that job. So another no that wound up being a really good yes for me down the line in terms of where I am now. This current place, oh, business is booming. Basically, I work for an internet service provider and because of COVID, everybody has to go to the internet now. So that means houses are getting internet in it. And because business is expanding, they're partnering with other companies in the area, Things are looking very well right now for the company and the company values its employees and we get compensated for, for that. So I'm going to just say it again because I know it. I feel it from my heart. Just because someone says no does not mean it it is a no to you. It's just the timing just may be off for you, but you got to keep the faith because it's coming and when it comes, oh, it rains it rains abundance. It like it pours upon you. Like honestly, it's gonna it's gonna rain upon you so much that you're gonna be like, Well, I don't know what to do with it all. That's what's gonna happen. It's a wonderful feeling and kinda overwhelming once you get there. But definitely possible, but you just have to like you gotta keep pushing through. You gotta keep pushing through all these no's no matter how hard they hurt. Like throughout my job interview process, I questioned myself. I started to I almost started to dig that little hole of like self-pity. I wasn't sure if I even wanted to work with technology anymore. I honestly, I went to a sales position or a sales job interview. Cause I was like, maybe I just need to do a whole reroute of my career path. I also thought that, Hey, maybe, you know, I just need to stick it out where I am. I'm glad I didn't do that either because they're going through furloughs like, Every no that hit me was a just, it was like a delayed yes. Like it was so delayed, but when it came, it came at the right time. It came at the right time. And that's like the power of like just sticking with it and believing in yourself. That's, that's the biggest thing. You just got to believe in yourself. People are not, people are like, especially with like interviews, when you're interviewing somebody. You are literally watching somebody's, you are, you, are, you are viewing someone's potential. So basically, no matter how well you are at your job, if you can't sell yourself, they're gonna go on the fact that you're not a good salesperson. So when you are, and this is just a tip if you're looking for a job, you really gotta, you gotta be your biggest cheerleader. You gotta rant and rave about all these different things that you've done you gotta kinda embellish it a little bit. I'm not saying completely lie in your interview, but I'm just saying you gotta like, you gotta really amplify your skills. You gotta tell these people, this is why I am your best fit. And when you say you're the best fit and you get the job, now you gotta prove it. But you just gotta get your foot in the door first, but you gotta gotta learn how to really sell yourself and just be confident, confidence, confidence, confident and who you are and your skill set They go see your resume, but they just want to hear you talk about the things that you brought up on your resume. And you got to like, that is your moment to shine. And if you're not a people person and like the, the interview for the job that I'm at now, I was in a room with six different people. So that's like nerve wracking. Like everyone's like eyes are like glared in on you, but you know, you got to keep focused face on. You got to do it. You just got to do it. Just got to go for it. I was at the moment, and it's funny, when I had the interview there, I actually thought it was for a different position, but I'm so glad it was not. I thought it was a call center position. I was so desperate to get out of the position that I was in, um, that I was willing to to just get my foot in the door and then just work my way up. But thank God, it was like a, a internal help desk position. And I said in the car before I went in that interview, Lord, please let this be the last interview. Sure enough, asking you shall receive, (laughs) but got to keep the faith. You got to push through, Like you have to. And you really, you really, you really, you really, you really, you really, you really have to believe in yourself. You have to, there's no other way to do this, but to believe in yourself. So if there's anything you're trying to like do, trying to start and you need like momentum, I'm going to tell you just out of experience, you cannot... Wait on somebody else to give you that motivation. You have to get up and just say, you know what? I'm gonna start doing this, and I'm gonna keep practicing until I'm the best at it. And I'm gonna learn as much as I can to be the best. There's gonna be people that's gonna say, oh, that's not a good idea. You probably shouldn't do that. There's gonna be a lot of naysayers, but you still gotta push through that. Then you gonna tell. Then there's gonna be people that's gonna tell you, oh, that's not the way to do it. You gotta push through that. There's gonna be times where you question yourself. You gotta push through that. All that doubt will be there. But you got to push through that. Question is how bad do you want it? I needed to get out of that position that I was in. It was such a toxic work environment. Like I'm talking about, and this is just, I'm going to open up a little bit. I'm not normally a crier. Like I'll cry maybe in my own personal space, time. I would go home at lunch and I would cry, get myself together and go back to work. That's how depressing that job was. That's how toxic that job was. That's how overworked, um, undervalued, and overlooked I was at the position that I was in. Now I'm in a work environment where they praise you. It's so odd, honestly, but I also had to like reshift my brain when I got to this new position. And not take anything from my old job to my new job. But it's nice to be treated nice. Like it really is. But again, you just have to push through that pain to get where you wanna go. And sometimes people are gonna say things because they don't want you to outshine them. So you really gotta you really gotta find out who your your real tribe is, like of people who really got your back and go from there. But, you know. The road to success will not be easy. And not everybody makes it because they quit. You're not a quitter, though. You are not a quitter because you're here, and that's what matters. So, guys, keep fighting through. Push through your pain, and you will make it to the top. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your ears and spending time with my voice. As always, guys, you have a great day. Your success will depend on you and what you want to do to get there. So yeah, y'all be easy. Be blessed. And until we meet again, this is your host, Mentor Mel, a.k.a. Melanie McFadden, signing off.